This is Today's Business Leaders, actionable advice from real-world professionals. And now, here's your host, Gabe Arnold. All right, everybody. I'm super excited. We're on our next session here with Lisa. And what we're going to be talking about today is how to deal with email. I actually use a tool. I um, can't remember the name of it. <laughs> I'll have to find it. But I use this tool that tracks what I do every week. And I knew we were talking about email this week, so I figured I should see what I've actually been up to. And I spent seven hours in email last week, which is nowhere near what I thought I spent. I figured I spent like 20 or 30 minutes a day. So it was much, much more than that. And I think um, it's definitely easy for it to be a distraction. We feel like we have to deal with it when it comes in, which may or may not be true. Um, But today, Lisa's going to share with us exactly how to deal with email, some strategies for that, and how you can actually optimize your use of it instead of it just being a total time suck for you. So tell us what we should be paying attention to. I think there's a couple of things to look at. One is to start to build awareness around what are you, how much time are you spending on email and what's the challenge that you face? Um, so um, a couple of days ago, I actually gave a presentation, 90 minutes on email, which in case you're wondering, it's a long time. Wow. On email, long time, <laughs> way long time. But anyway, um, we started out the presentation with what what are the real challenges with email? And what we found in this group was that their um, main challenges, they feel like they can be in their inbox all day long and constantly um, checking their email it, to the extent that it felt as if they never got any work done because they were just responding to emails back and forth. Um, that was their number one challenge across the room. There's about 150 um, lawyers in the room, actually. Wow. And um, I would say about 148 of them raised their hands when they said, yes, that was my challenge, too. Uh, some of the other email challenges, and we're going to spend most of our time talking about that one. But just in case you're wondering, are you alone? I will say you're not. Um, some of the other email challenges that they came up with was the fact that they will um, respond to the email in their head and never send it. Um, and so we're going to talk about how to address that. Um, I know I am guilty of that with text messages. Because <laughs> I think, oh, I'll, I'll just email them because I can do it from my computer and it's quicker because it takes me so long to text. Um, so anyway, that was one of them. The other one was the amount of time it takes to come back and refocus on what they were doing before the email came in. And then the other biggest challenge, and this one was probably the second biggest out of the group, was that they lose important emails because they fall below the scroll on the inbox. And so out of sight, out of mind. Um, and we kind yeah. of paired that up with also just in general, not being able to find email. Um, but it was more the fact that they were using their inbox as a to-do list. And as soon as they could no longer see the item, it was out of sight. So I'm guilty of that. Yeah, right? <laughs> sure. Of course. So the first, so that was the whole awareness building place is, you know, what is your challenge? So before you start to implement any of the tips that Gabe and I are going to share with you, know what your actual challenge is. Because some of these tips are not going to apply unless those that you happen to have all the challenges I just mentioned. Then mm-hmm. they will all apply. But just pick and choose the ones that work for you. And so um, one of the first things that I... Um, advice is to create some sort of an email structure for yourself that's easy to follow. Okay. So for example, if you are checking your email every time you hear a beep and, if, and you know that you've received a notification, 
saying I'm not going to check my email until the end of the day is probably too big of a jump to go to. So instead, scale it back and say, I'll check it every hour. I'll check it every whatever. Now, one of the challenges with choosing when to check your email is that you, <laughs> um, you think that you're going to miss something really, really, really important in there. And so you say, okay, I'll check it, you know, at lunch and at dinner or at lunch in the end of the day. And then all day long, you're like, what if I have something important in there that I'm not paying attention to? What if there's an emergency? So take a step back and define emergency in your business. What's an honest to goodness emergency that will be coming via email? Yeah. <laughs> we all have emergencies in our business, but that the first line of defense is an email. <laughs> so once you can define that, it'll help you choose how often to spend to go in and check your email. And so we want to look at it as um, there's two ways to do this. One is you can schedule time in your calendar to check email. And by schedule time, I mean, honest to goodness, put a block of time in your calendar to check email. Like it's really scheduled in there. Yep. <laughs> or flip it the other way and don't schedule. Say, okay, from the hours of one to three, I am not going to touch my email. And then go ahead and do whatever you have to do the rest of the day. But you at least have given yourself two hours where you can single focus on what you're doing versus going back and forth. I like that one. Are you a, you're a scheduled time not to, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, it makes me feel like I'm being rebellious and I like it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going against the system. And that sometimes I, you know, I think that's worth bringing up because I, I think that you have to like tune into what actually works for you. So I'm complete nonconformist in everything. So rather than like trying to create more structure, I have a, I have a lot of structure. Um, before we jumped on here, Lisa saw me like writing all this stuff, you know, stuff on my whiteboard and on my chalkboard and just like writing all these things I have to do. And sometimes I feel like that's really restrictive to me, like trying to add another thing into my calendar. If everybody saw my calendar, there's, you know, there's 15 appointments and reminders every day. So then it's, that just feels like it's controlling or restrictive, whereas doing it the other way is just like, oh, cool. I'm just going to not check my email for three hours. I feel like I'm being a rebel. <laughs> right. But either way, the, the whole point is to keep you out of the inbox all day long because there's a study that I cannot remember, but if it becomes really important, leave a comment and I will find the source for you. Yeah. But the study says that there's 20, it's 23 minutes and like 15 seconds that it takes your brain to re-engage when you're in deep thought. So if you're working on something and then check your email and working on something and check your email, it's not, work, it's not working. So if you yeah. at least are, you know, a nonconformist like Gabe and say, I'm not going to check it from one to three, you've given yourself two hours to focus and get stuff done. Yeah. No, that's a great point. I didn't, I never, I've never heard that study, but that makes sense because one little thing can throw you off and then you're completely off focus and can't actually work on what you're trying to work on. Well, because you know what it feels like to be in the zone. Mm -hmm. You can't get in the zone if you keep bouncing out to check email. At my son's school, they, um, they're, it's a Hershey Montessori school. And in order to be an accredited school, you have to have two windows of three hour time where there's no interruption for the kids. And it's made, it just made me think of that because it's like, that's how 
that's what they consider to be a fully focused session. So that's a good, good point. Like if that's for kids, I'm sure it will work for adults too. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the other part, once you've decided when to schedule your email, it's then okay, now what do you do when you get in there? Well, uh, there's two ways of going in and, and checking your email. One is kind of like a flyby and one is to actually process everything in there. And so I recommend that once a day, at least you schedule a fully process what's in there, but allow yourself the opportunity to go in and do just a flyby, meaning um, you check and see, is there something urgent? Is there something in there I need, really need to deal with right now? And mm -hmm. do that. What happens though, is we tick those off and then you can leave all that other stuff in there that still has to be dealt with but it just hangs out there, which is how the thing falls below the scroll because there's all this other stuff that's not urgent, but it's needs to get done. And then it pushes down all those other to do's. So before you go in define, is this a task of progress or a task of completion? And if it's of progress, then you're saying, okay, look, I'm just going to knock out the important things. And then later, and you've already defined when that later is, I'll come in and process the rest of the box. And yeah. when you process the rest of the box, you're doing things like unsubscribing from emails that you no longer want to be a part of, or um, putting them into a file that says read later and popping them in there to read later. They don't have to sit in your inbox because you want to read them later. Just put them in there in the read later file and then mark a time to go in arena. Um, yeah. Anything that's in the inbox should be action. Everything else is either deleted or filed. That's a good point. And I think maybe what you might just mentioned to even like define it more of what should be helpful for me is like in the morning, I definitely need to skim my emails because there's, I work with clients around the world. And so like they could be working while I'm sleeping. So skimming it first thing can be efficient and going into my inbox, knowing that I'm just skimming it to just tackle just the top line important things is a better mindset than and not knowing what I'm doing in there and like working on some things or just skimming things, some things. And then to have like, that set 30 minutes later to actually respond to all my, all my emails. I mean, that's, that's definitely a good, you know, good way to look at it instead of not knowing what you're doing. Cause then you just jump around and are completely unproductive. <laughs> right. And there, you may have, a, you may have decided what your most important things are to handle that day. Yet because something happened in your in, like there may be something sitting in your inbox that changes that priority. So mm -hmm. if you don't do that skim through and then later you do, you're thinking, oh, I wish I would have set my day up differently. This allows you that opportunity to say, okay, is there any emerging priorities here? Mm -hmm. And if so, do I adjust my day or not? Um, one of my clients is a doctor. And so what she does, she knows that people will send her requests for prescription or need to change an appointment or they have a question about what they're doing. Well, if she saves all those to the end of the day, she then misses that window to send in prescriptions or to schedule appointments because she wants them done during the business day. So right. she goes in, sees whatever's there, sends them out to her assistant to handle, handles the one that she as a, a PhD or MD prescriber needs to actually handle herself. Right. Anything else that, so she uses her time during the day to just move things to their next step so that she can have good customer service for her clients and patients. And then the end of the day, she processes all the rest. So very similar to what you're describing. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so tools, um, as we're taking the, as we're taking my 90 minute presentation from the other day, I'm boiling it down to you to 15 <laughs> at the very top level. Um, but let's talk tools. So one of the tools Gabe that you brought up was SaneBox. 
Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I um I found it like a month ago from a friend of mine and and I'll put the link in in the show notes here for everybody so they can see that, but it's it automatically goes through and learns like how you handle email. It knows like if something's a newsletter, it automatically knows it and it'll put it in a folder called sane later or sane news. And then um, it also every day it sends you one email, maybe two emails a day in the beginning, but basically it gets to the point where it sends you one email a day and says, Hey, check all these emails. We trained them into different folders for you. Make sure they're right. And then you click, you can log in and you can say, and you can say everything's good. That's correct. Or you can say, Oh, bring that email back into my inbox one time or always bring that email back in. So like it may mistakenly have, you know, taken an email from you, Lisa, and put it in a folder that shouldn't be in. I can move it to the right folder and that's trained there permanently. So what I love about it is, is I get about five or 600 emails a day. And now I only get like 50, maybe because it's, it's automatically, um, you know, trained everything. And so, and it's like 12 bucks a month. It's not expensive. And it has saved me. I used to spend, I was telling you, like I spent seven hours last week on email, which was a lot, but not terrible. I used to spend at least an hour and a half a day cleaning things up, dealing with it. And, and I like unsubscribe from things all the time, but I think we reach this tipping point sometimes with old email addresses where you can only unsubscribe so much and you're just kind of stuck in the loop with some people this tool cleans all that up for you, which is, which is phenomenal. Um, and the other, so sanebox.com is definitely what, what everybody should check out. Like I said, I'll, I'll share a link for that. The other thing that came to mind when you were talking about earlier is like, you don't want to miss that really important email is there's, um, there's two tools that you could use to do this. Both have free account levels. Uh, Zapier is one of them. And then the other one is called Ift. And I can write a rule in there and basically anybody can do it. It's not that, not that it will. I could write an email. Anytime I get an email from Lisa, I could get a text message. And that way, like if we're working on a project now and I don't want minutes to go by, you know, without me seeing that, then I could actually create like a VIP text message notification or, you know, there's any number of notices or things you can set up, but there's tools like that where if it's really a tool or a person or something that, you know, you want to get instant notification from, then you can add in text message notifications. And if anybody's stuck on any of that, reach out to me. I can obviously point you in the right direction with that. But those are probably the two, two biggest things that I use. And then the third one I'll say, and, and I don't know if you have any more to share, Lisa, is that if you use like um, Google Apps or Gmail um, or whatever email client you use, take an hour one day, read about all the search tools and functions that are in there because it can make your life so much easier. I know all the short keyboard shortcuts and search functions and all everything for Gmail. And I can instantly find what I'm looking for instead of like scrolling through folders or doing it the long way, there's usually a shortcut and it's worth spending a little time, you know, learning how to use those. Right. And a couple other ones um, that I've heard of and IFT is great. It's I F T T, right? If this, then that, yeah. um, so if this happens, then do that. Yeah. Um, instead of the role. And it really is, I can do it. <laughs> so we all know tech. <laughs> regular normal business owner Lisa can totally rock if love that love that um but another one is unroll.me so that one there you can go in and um it'll find all the places you're subscribed to and you can decide what you want to do with it whether you want to get one digest with everything from the day or unsubscribe completely or have it come to your inbox and um what was the other one I was going to tell you? Oh, a virtual assistant. 
You could use a person <laughs> to go through your inbox and then send you the things that are most important. So yeah, just, you know, to recap the um, a couple of email strategies, know what your challenge is for email. And then um, after you're applying some of the tips that we are talking about today, you'll want to go back and make sure you didn't create any unexpected um, circumstances with those tips. So for example, when you are, you aware of what's going on, you decide I'm going to spend, I'm going to schedule time at this time and this time, make sure that that doesn't throw you for a loop for some other reason. So for example, one of my clients owns a dog training facility and she decided she was only going to check her email um, like in the afternoon and right before the end of her day. Only people who come in for training, they send her email cancellations. So she would show up for a session and be missing people and not know why. Yeah. And it was because she wasn't checking your email all day long. Um, and so now she's adjusted it to make sure she checks about a half hour before every class to make sure that she has everyone coming. Um, so you just want to check back in and make sure and use your tools, tech tools, real people tools, whatever works, but use something. Um, otherwise you can, you know, the fewer emails you have to process, the less time it takes. Absolutely. Terrific, Lisa. Well, those are great tips. I hope everybody enjoyed this. And um, like she said, find the right you know tool or approach that works for you and then put it into place and use it and then evaluate afterward to make sure you're not having you know extra unintended circumstances or just maybe there's a tweak or adjustment that you want to make that'll make it even better. So um, definitely can be a huge time waster, but if you put in the right processes, then it can be really helpful. So thanks as always for the time and for the advice, Lisa. We'll see you on the next one. Sounds great. You've been listening to Today's Business Leaders with Gabe Arnold. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. For more information, visit todaysbusinessleaders.com. Music